We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome in another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He's all dressed up. I, I don't. I had to work today. Look at you. I mean, I, I don't think I've seen you this dressed well at games. But other than that, for the pod, never I sweatpants, hat, right. hat, sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. You look like shit usually. <laughs> I do. This is the nicest I've presented myself for this stupid podcast. <laughs> What's going on? Everything else good? I I heard you got a tough schedule coming up. I do. Um, it will challenge me. Hopefully the weather is good. <laughs> will challenge me? I'll be tired is what I'm saying. Oh, my God. The worst is the early travel. That is what I'm the most concerned about. The other stuff is fine. You're calling a basketball game, but the, the travel stinks. I have a tough stretch, too. Shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> you know what my sitting th- sitting on your ass watching games is not a tough stretch. I don't feel bad for you. You know what my stretch is in, during the NCAA tournament? You ready for this? But like, what do you? Okay, you do you write articles sometimes? Barely. I do a show every day with Gottlieb every day yeah, for thirty minutes. Do another show tonight for two hours on series. All right, that's a grind. That's a grind. Ten to twelve. Ten to twelve. You're going to be asleep by then. No, I'll be on a plane. All right, all right. You'll be on a plane. Um, uh, here's my schedule. I've gotten smart over the years. Uh, Orlando, first and second round. <laughs> nice. Vegas. Vegas. I Vegas, knew it. Over New York. And then Houston. And then Houston. And I, uh, yeah, I might go to the McDonald's game. Oh, where's it at? In Houston. That oh, Tuesday. cool. Nice. So I, I'd fly in on Wednesday instead, fly in Tuesday, catch it. You know, it's nothing great, but yeah. It's it's always helpful. We got to play. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna. I found out I'm gonna be in uh, Des Moines, and then I will be in Kansas City. So. My favorite Des Moines story um, was a few years ago. So we were there. It was me and a couple other writers after the game. After I think Duke had lost. Duke had lost that day, and we're at a a like a bar restaurant right across the street from the arena. And um, and I'm watching the Kentucky-Kansas State game. It's on the big screen in front of us. And uh, Marvin Bagley's dad is sitting at a table about 10 feet, 15 feet over. And I've known him. I've known him for years. In Des Moines? In Des Moines, because Duke had just lost. 
Oh, in they were in Des Moines as well. Correct. Ah, Correct. okay. I thought okay, so I got you. We're watching the game on, on TV in this bar. Duke had just lost. And he picked Duke over Kentucky, I believe, was one of his finalists. Kansas State ends up beating Kentucky at that point. Remember to go to the Elite Eight. Yeah, with Dean Wade and those guys. Bagley goes bananas when when uh Kentucky loses, starts running up and down the 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 restaurant, the bar. And I'm like, I don't think he ever saw me, but I'm like, man, this would have been great to have on on video. <laughs> Why did he care so he just the bad blood hate, of the recruitment? Yeah. Or? He must have hated Kentucky. I don't know, but he was so happy. But his son was heavily considering the school. Yeah, yeah it was really weird. Oh, that is really very bizarre. Weird. And again, weird that he didn't see me. I was like 10 feet away the whole night, you know, like for I ate a full meal, watched the game. I'm right there. And uh, yeah, so anyway. All right, let's get down to it. A lot in the Big Ten. This is going to be a Big Ten uh, heavy pod, which yeah. makes sense. Crazy weekend in college hoops, first of all. Insane Free. week. The yeah, games what, were unbelievable. What? I mean, buzzer beaters. Uh, you've got comebacks. Comebacks. Crazy comebacks. Yep. You had teams winning now that have kind of, you know. Well, bubble bubble games, too. I mean, Carolina, massive bubble games, yes. Right. Carolina winning. Kentucky winning again. They're not in the bubble anymore. Uh, but I think the story of the day, Rob, was this. This was, this was the story of the day. The Hawkeyes. I'm just going to give you the stare down. Are you intimidated? <laughs> Are you intimidated when I give you no, the No, there's nothing you could do that would intimidate nothing? me. Zero? No. Like you even if have... I put on my Fran face? No, no. <laughs> what what good... is the Fran face? I don't even know. I'm not I don't sure. know either. But, but it you... was Have you ever funniest... seen anything like that? Ever? No, I've never have. I mean, not even at like the AU or high school <laughs> level. I've never seen it. Although, you know what? I have seen Fran McCaffrey stare down the ref. He did it against Wisconsin from like 60 feet. Me too. Where he was given the stare down. So we were, me and Kevin Brown, and I really enjoy working with Kevin. He does Kevin's a great awesome. job. He's awesome. Yes. We were kind of in screw around blowout mode, you know? Like the game seemed over. It was an 11 point game with a minute 30 to go. And. I actually saw an edit of it where, cause I, I made the comment in the game that it was like an old wild West showdown and they put like the music to it with the, the <laughs> Western music, but the funniest part, and I don't know how Kelly Pfeiffer didn't start laughing. Cause I would have started laughing if somebody was looking at me like that yeah. is when Fran took two steps to him and then Kelly took two steps back. It's so good. I think it's the so funniest good. thing ever. And the photos of the standoff are hilarious. <laughs> And the fact that they came back and won is incredible. We interviewed Peyton Sanford after the game, who hit the shot to send to overtime. And Kevin asked him the question, did you see your coach staring down the ref? He goes, yeah. We were in the huddle, and we were thinking, like, what play are we going to run? And then we looked out, and coach was just staring the ref down, <laughs> which is an amazing quote. But they probably weren't even – that's the one thing with Fran – you don't even really think twice that much about well, it. Well, and Tony Perkins kind of grabbed him and was like yeah. trying to yeah. get him to come back to the huddle. And then one of their assistants finally went and got him. But he just, you can't make that part up. And then the way they got hot and, and Michigan State missed a couple blockouts. How did you guys not interview Fran? How did you not interview Fran after that? Nasty. I don't think it was, I don't think it was offered. And it wasn't a live interview. You know, how ESPN 
yeah. sets up those two-hour windows on a Saturday and they rattle them off. We but they were, needed to we, stay with you guys. They need. I was. So we, had, we had already we had already gypped Baylor and whoever Baylor was playing Texas, it like Texas. ten minutes into the first half. So that, I, I get it. They're trying to get to that game. Yeah. And that was one of those games where I'm sure the fans of the Texas Baylor game were thinking, "Why are they falling? The game's over." But that's the one percent where yeah. you're doing it and it works. Um, but the way Iowa got hot, I mean, they make five threes in the last twenty or minute thirty of the game. Um, Michigan State only missed one foul shot, but they did turn it over. They did miss a couple blockouts, a couple weird plays where it's like they should have gotten the ball and, and it would have ended the game, and they don't. And Iowa takes advantage. And then in overtime, Iowa's got every bit of momentum. And Tony Perkins had some huge offensive rebound putbacks, which he's the smallest guy on the floor. He's, the crazy thing, though, for Michigan State is, is that they played so well offensively the for their five best guys. Right. They were 11 of 13 from three in regulation. That is, I mean, that's 80-something percent, 82%. But Malik Hall played well. Tyson Walker was great again. Hauser played well. Uh, Hogard played pretty well. He missed the free throw, but got to the line, I think, 12 times or 13 times. Uh, Am I crazy to say? And Jay Nagin played really well, too. I tweeted it, and then the collapse happened. So everybody was like, ah, send it to freezing cold takes or whatever. I hope they did. I hope they did. they, They tried. but But here's the deal. I still feel like I feel much better about Michigan State today than I have at any point during the season. Am really? I crazy saying that? They just blew an 11 point lead with a minute left. And I, I, I feel it. I'm telling you, I might take them to go to the Elite Eight, depending on who they play. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, they got good guards, Rob. Good, well, they do. Guards. They have good guards. But AJ Hogard is all over the place. I, I do not have trust to be him. Great. He's but he has not- to be—he has to be pretty good. You yeah. can't say yes. He does. They have no bench. They have zero bench. Jackson Kohler. Yeah, that's about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I guess Malik Hall, but I consider him more of like a starter. But he's no, coming he's up. So it's those Malik Hall is their only guy off the bench. That no, they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play those five guys thirty plus minutes. But yeah, but I, I mean, but why? Why? Why are you? They beat Indiana. Indiana's yeah. been abysmal on the road, except for the Purdue game in the last month. I would say, and the Illinois game. Illinois and Purdue are the two games they played well. They got experience. Lost, lost to Michigan at Michigan by twelve, and an emotional game. Yes, agreed. Agreed. I don't know. I, I just I think they're okay. I th- like I think a lot of the big okay. teams are okay. They're okay. They're okay, and they have Tom Izzo now. Tom Izzo just blew an eleven point lead. But he's a Hall of Famer. He's still yeah, one absolutely. of the best coaches in America. And he's got good experienced guards. He's got shooters. He's got a lineup that, yes, you would look at and say, like, like I don't care about Matty Sissoko so much. In certain games, you're going to need him. But to me, play Hauser at the five. Yeah, and they will. And they, in certain, like the Iowa game, they could. That's much what I'm like saying. They, they can in certain I, opportunities. I, I don't know. There are, I wouldn't pick them to go to the Elite Eight, I don't think. I mean, again, it may they, be they go stretch. through lulls offensively. I know they just scored 106 points. But they, they do have times where they can't score. I don't know. I just, again, I keep going back to it of, of the talent disparity is so small with all these teams, Big Ten or not. And, and I'm going to go with coaches. At the end of the day, I'm going to say, like, which coaches do I trust come March? And, and it's not like Izzo's got a bunch of freshmen. Jay Nakins was good in that game, Rob. Let me ask, let me ask you this, though, Jeff. Right now, Michigan State is 17-11. and 11. 
they have a lot of Quawa wins, so I think I know the answer to this. They have yep. eight. Yep. But if they lose at Nebraska, which that's going to be a dog fight, and they've got Ohio State, who I don't think any coach in the conference wants to play right now. Not now. Because they are as talented as most of the teams. True. And they and they just put it on Illinois. Yep. If they lose out and they lose three in a row, I they're not going to lose three. They're not not going to not make the tournament. But boy, they would. Oh, be, they could be like a. They could be in you know a twelve seed, eleven yeah, seed, something easily. like that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to bounce back from this one and 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 win, um, and win their next one. But they did play really well. I, I will say that for thirty nine minutes. Yeah, they had it. Thirty and a half. It. 38 and a half minutes on, on the road. I mean, that was a, that was an impressive performance. No, it was. Cause I was lights out at home. And it's honestly not even like, like some of those shots were ridiculous that, that Iowa made at the end too. They made some tough ones. They yep. did. They did. All right. So what would you have done if, if, if you were Kelly Pfeiffer getting back to this, I would have taught either. I would have done this. I would have done two, one of two things. I would have went right up nose to nose with them. Like literally nose to nose, right? Or I would have tossed them. I'm surprised he didn't toss them. You know why Remember? he didn't? You know why he didn't? Well, uh, now why? Because Kelly Pfeiffer doesn't have a million big leagues, so he can't afford to not be able to work Iowa oh. games right now. Yeah, so true. he can't toss them, and then basically Fran say, you know what? I don't want Kelly Pfeiffer any, on any more of my game. He doesn't have the yeah. leverage that some of these other big-time officials have. No, I can see That's that. I, it reminded me of the clip on YouTube where Rasheed Wallace was staring oh, yeah. that ref down, and they have the ref mic'd, and he's like, yeah. whack, get out, <laughs> and throws him out, and Steve Smith runs up and is like, you didn't even say anything. And he's like, he's intimidating me. I told him to stop looking at me. <laughs> so That's good. what it reminded me of. Yeah. I am I honestly am surprised you didn't get tossed. But I think that Kelly also in the back of his mind was like, Big Ten refs just tossed this dude a week ago at Northwestern. Yeah. I've already teched him tonight. He's technically not saying anything, but he is staring me what down. What did he tech him for the first time? Do you remember? Fran was upset. I think it had, I was listening to his uh, presser after the game. He said he was upset with a different ref. But he was just on him about these this call, and he'd yeah. had enough and teched him. Well, that's the thing, too, is – I feel like the um, the the level for Fran is much higher than most people. You know, like if somebody else did that, they'd probably get teed up right away. But because it's Fran, there's almost a higher tolerance in a way for does. Fran and what he does. I don't know. I, I'm I'm honestly – I get what you're saying, but I am surprised he didn't eject him because yeah, that, that could have – a lot of roughs would, I feel like. Um, all right. Let's go to the, the, the biggest game of the weekend to me. The biggest upset, and that was your Boilermakers losing again, losing at home. How much does that hurt you to lose at home to Indiana? You've been the Boilermakers have now been swept by the Hoosiers, and they lost at Mackey to Indiana. Yeah. This is embarrassing so, for you. Yeah, well, we just hang another Big Ten banner, so <laughs> we backed into it, but we did hang yeah, a banner again. It, no, I mean it. It hurts. It definitely hurts. I think you even see it with the fans that are uh, of Purdue. Where I saw on Twitter some people that were, I would say not not unhappy, but borderline like ticked, even though they just won the Big Ten due to the loss. But you got swept by your rival. That that definitely hurts. Uh, would you rather that, here's a, a would you rather game? Would you rather sweep Indiana and finish second in the league, or lose 
twice, but win the league to Indiana. I mean, that's a tough question. But I, at the end of the day, if you get a Big Ten title ring, that means something. Yep. So I, I agree. I'd take that. I'd win the but league. Losing Indiana is bad. I would hate it, but I would take it. Right. Right. It's a tough, tough pill to swallow. All right. So let's get to Purdue first. What What is wrong with Purdue now? Like, what? What are you worried about? Well, I think that there's there's two variables when they lose, what happens? They turn the ball over and they shoot it bad from three. And both of those things, only 10 turnovers, but they came in bunches. And Indiana turned it into 12, 12 points off those turnovers. If they're not going to make shots when Zach Eady is getting doubled and, and crowded, then they are not going to be able to reach their full potential. Um, I, I just think that's certainly going to be an issue. And are they settling? Are they? Would you? No, I, I think they're getting pretty good shots. Okay. I mean, you're but getting if you're them off not Zach making Eadie. them, Rob. If you're not making them and you're getting easy ones, which they were, what yeah. can you? I mean, are you going to just keep shooting them? And if I think one, if you believe that you have good shooters, you just keep bom- going bombs away. And I think Fletcher Lawyer is a good shooter. I think Braden Smith's a good shooter. I think Mason Gillis is a good Boyer shooter. Just looks hurt. I mean, Peter's I think he looks he looks a little bit injured, and I think he tired. Teams are just so physical with him. Right. He right. needs the right. weight room for sure. I think he he looks like a guy that's maybe hit a little bit of the freshman wall, which is understandable because it happens to most freshmen. And, I mean, Miller Cop was all over him. Yeah, yeah. He and played well game, defensively. He did. And and games prior, I'm trying to think who who it was. Oh, Audige. Yeah. Same thing. Audige is just all over him. Those guys are being really physical with him. I think Fletcher Lawyer is going to be a great player. So for the him. book is out but a I little I think bit. that he needs right. yeah. a year of the weight room. Yeah. His skill set is there. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. He's going to be great. He might be a be year really away good. physically from what, or two years away, whatever. But he's if they were sophomores this year, if those two guards were sophomores, even I think it would be a different Purdue team. But I, I do think, you know, you see it with Braden Smith even at times. He's getting rattled a little bit, right? And yeah. he gets eaten up when he drives in there. Yep. What what did what was his his line finished as like? Six he was he was two for two for eleven. Yeah. Did have six assists, eight rebounds. I mean, he does impact the game in other ways, but two for 11, not great. No, um, no, no. You know who was great? Jalen Hutchfino. Holy Bro. shit. Holy I mean, that's, he's a, he's going to be a lottery pick. Yep. I, yep. I'm pretty convinced of that. He's awesome. No, he is. He's a big guard. He plays pick and roll. Yep. Produced and drop coverage with Zach Eady, and he just ate it up. And really, I don't know if they have other great options. I don't think you can. You can't hard hedge. Right. With Zach, you know, you're trying to keep it, and you're worried about Trace. And their yeah, game plan was certainly to take away Trace Jackson Davis. Yep. I don't think there's been a game all year where he's taken only eight shots, and that's what Purdue limited into. Now, who really won the game for them in my mind? Trey Galloway and Miller Cop, and, yeah. and Huchifino was fabulous. Like he, to me, that performance, he is the Big Ten Freshman of the Year. I, I don't doubt but that. Without Galloway and Cop, those two guys. Yeah. Winning plays, big time shots. Galloway was awesome. He, yep. he really played. An awesome basketball game. So those two, I thought, were were really impressive. But Huchifino made every right read. He killed it in pick and roll. Just had – I mean, he's had games like this, though, all year where there have been these explosions. And I was trying to think back in a Purdue-Indiana game. Yeah. Has there ever been a freshman to, to have a game like this? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe like a big dog, although I think he sat his freshman year due to prop – Um. Right, he didn't, prop, play. Prop 49 he didn't play. Prop yeah. Maybe Calvert Cheney. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be fascinated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. What other freshmen have have played at that level in that question. game? I don't know, but Indiana's got a lot of momentum now. 
you know they, they do. But you, but you know what? I think Mike Woodson. It's going to be really interesting to see if Xavier Johnson comes back. How does he implement him back into this? Two games left in the regular season: Iowa and Michigan at home. Right? They probably win in both in Bloomington. You would think, but maybe yep. who knows? I mean, they'll it, be favored. It's easy to say right, that they'll be favored by both. Obviously. So what do? You, all right. My first question is: If you're Xavier Johnson, not if you're Mike Woodson. If you're Xavier Johnson first, because Xavier Johnson has to make the first decision here, right? If the doctors do clear him, which we can he could he redshirt? Like, is that plausible? I I was told yes that he'd have to get a waiver because I think he's played. I'm gonna tell you how many games he's played. He's missed. He's missed the last 18 games. How many has he played? He's played 11, but he played 10 games and like a little bit in the Kansas game, a few minutes in that 11th game. I think he's like nine minutes over. So the NCAA could rule on that, which it could say no, right? So if you're him, are you rolling the dice and not playing if you're able to? Probably not. You're probably going to play. But I'm told there's a school of thought, even within the family, a little bit of like, what do we do here? Do we try to get the waiver? Trace will be gone. Now Jalen's going to be gone. It could be X's team next year, and he'll be a hundred percent. Where now you come back. You're not 100%. You got two games, at least one Big Ten tournament game, if you even come back for this next game. Right. I think you do it, though. Because I think now you see, even if I can play 15 minutes, and we go to a Final Four. No, totally, totally. And think about some of the the quick little guards that have eaten them up. He's the answer for that. The Boo Booies of the world, the Jameer Youngs of the world, those guys that are burners. Yeah, you're right. He's the guy that could guard them. But – do you also want to take the ball to the hands of Jalen Hood Shafino, who has shown himself to be I don't as talented as most of the freshmen in college, probably every, everyone that's not named Brandon Miller in college basketball? I'm going to play them together for ten minutes, and I'm going to and give play Jaylen, X off the ball, and I'm going to give yeah, I'm going to play X off the ball. I'm going to play X off the ball, and I'm going to play them together for ten, and then I'm going to play Jalen thirty-two, and then Zex, yeah. X is going to get eighteen minutes. Yeah, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in any way to to take away from Xavier Johnson, but will he be okay with that? I don't know. I don't know. That's the scary thing, and I I don't I don't know him. I I he, you know, it's not a diss. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I think it's a guy who played a major role, and will he come back and say, "Well, I need to be playing this major role again"? I, if he watched Jalen Hood, you that can be last, a really hard last place. game. Hey, Rob, if you watched Jalen play last game, they shouldn't want that. Huh? I would say, you know, it's pretty clear right now who the better player is. Yeah. I mean, he's Jaylen's not good. He's that good. Uh, and, and and if you're Mike Woodson, you want X back for this. No, year. totally. Because he gives you something that you, you don't have. 100%. Even if, even if you only get him for the last game of the regular season and one game in the Big Ten tournament, that's still enough to feel. And then he'll have practice in between you know, yeah. before the NCAA tournament game, you could feel good about giving him 10, 15 minutes, couldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Depending I mean, how I think looks. as long as he's practicing and he's been ramping up, I mean, I wouldn't, if he hasn't practiced, just throw him out there and be like, hey, we need you to get experience against Iowa. Right. You, as long as he's been doing what he's been, you know, supposed to do according to the medical staff, yeah. Hey, Rob, this season we are partnering with Run Your Pool. So you got to get in on this, all right? Uh, they're going to be hosting the official Field of 68 Bracket Contest. And if you win, you're going to win some money. Though. They, they're giving away $1,500 in cash prizes for free. So all you got to do is sign up 
at the link in this description. Uh, it's play.runyourpool.com backslash field of 68. Uh, that's field 68. Fill out a, a bracket and be eligible to win. Uh, Rob worked with these guys before, which is why he was so excited to land this sponsor. Doss, they're not you. Uh, they have more than 50 game types for every sport you can think of, from a traditional bracket pool to survivor games, head-to-head games, pick X games, and my favorite, squares. Uh, the scoring is customizable. You can tailor your bracket rules to your pool. It's awesome. Uh, I think you and I need to have a little head-to-head competition in this one. A pool? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I don't know what – we need to go back and look at our drafted teams and, and oh, laugh at how terrible the they are. At the end of the year, we'll do that. That'll be our final pot of the right. year. We'll look back at it. But yes, we could do a little friendly wager here. I, it won't be friendly. All right. Non-friendly this will be wager. embarrassing. That's what it'll be. You always talk this big game like you're just going to kick my ass and everything. Like <laughs> athletically, in the, no, pool, in the bracket. I, I'm saying it could be embarrassing for me if it I lose. Be. Well, yeah. I'm okay. Be. I wasn't the one scared to walk down in Bloomington, Indiana. Some of us have to work, Jeff. I, I really struggle with you saying, oh, I'm working so hard as I go to Vegas for the second weekend. And I sit on my couch in Charleston <laughs> watching games at night. What a rough life you live. Hey, I, I've, I don't know how many games I've seen this year. I, I worked hard early. Going, no, you didn't. You go I to the did. best games. Huh? You go to the best games. Yes. That's, that's not working hard. That's, when you that's paid the privileged your dues, life. When you've paid your dues like I have, you you you're, you get that, Rob. When you, you were covering SYF at the 2006 Peach Jam, that was you paying your dues? Yeah, having to watch you. Absolutely. What a devastating loss that was in the championship to – who did we lose to? Oh, Boo Williams. Who was well, we, lost we lost to Boo Williams in 05, and we lost to Mean Streets, Eric Gordon, Derek Rose in 06. So. Best, best backcourt I've ever seen in AU. They, they killed us. <laughs> they 2-3'd us and murdered us. Etuan couldn't guard those guys. I, none of us could guard those guys. Well, yes, you weren't you weren't expected to. But. I will say, though, the Boo Williams team we lost to in 05, though, was awesome. Is that Macklin? That was Vernon Macklin, Duke Cruz, Eric Hayes, Grievous Vasquez, Scotty Reynolds, Chris Wright. That's a good team. That's um, a good Who was loaded then? Loaded. Maybe Patrick Patterson, too. Really? He came off the bench? I think so. Loaded team. I think he was young on that team. Should have beat him at the PCM final. So. All right, let, let's knock out a couple more quick Big Ten things, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, Hunter Dickinson. With a crazy shot. Crazy. Uh, a three that Wisconsin, you could say, probably should have fouled them. But, I but they were like, they were trying to foul, Jeff. Right. They were trying to challenge and foul. And it just... Up up the floor, Kamari McGee is trying to foul. And Greg Gard said that after the game. He and they, he didn't do a good enough job of it. They didn't call it. But he you can see if you watch him coming up the floor, he's like slapping the arm of the guard that's bringing it up. So Hunter hits the big three. And everything changes. I mean, it went from Michigan season was over up. It was, yeah. over, he doesn't make that shot. They're done. They're NIT bound. And to be honest, Wisconsin kind of punches its ticket. I think with a, with a win like that on the road and instead it completely flips. Yeah, but they might have some problems here on, on the Chucky Hepper in front. I, I don't know anything, but losing him with a knee injury where he doesn't come back to the bench is certainly concerning. True. True. Um, but if they win that one, no, you're in great. Yeah, you're putting yourself in in a position for sure. Right. 
Right. That's a big win. Um, do you have either either of these teams? Like, do you think Michigan can make it now? They get two tough games. Tough I come. think they've probably got to win both. Or at least one and then do something in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, right. Right. right? But at Illinois, at Indiana, I think you got to win at least one. You win two, you'd be 19 and 12, and all of a sudden your quad one wins are yeah. in a much better place than they were two weeks ago. Um, they played really well without Jet Howard. You know, and, and Jet, I think, has some shortcomings defensively at times. I mean, he can really score. And the ball sticks. And, and the, the ball, ball does stick. Little. Kobe Bufkin is is hooping out here. I mean, he what is the a hell? pro. He has gone off lately. No, he's been great. And it's been more than just scoring. You know, he can make plays for other people. He rebounds. He's got good size. He's a good athlete. Yep. Um, Doug McDaniel has – he was great on Sunday. Huge I bucket. thought he's – He's playing with a lot of confidence. He's not turning the ball over, and he's making shots from the perimeter. He's shooting at a pretty good clip in Big Ten play. Yeah, I want to say around thirty six percent from three. So, I mean, but he gives you twenty. Those three guys, they they carried the load. Hunter, Kobe, and, and Doug McDaniel. Um, and I'm sure it felt good for Hunter after the kind of the way it didn't go well in Madison. Um, it's just amazing to me how he's got beefs with everybody. I, mean, I was I was starting to prep for the I'm doing the Michigan Illinois game for yeah. for radio on Thursday, and I was reading about how at media day in 2021 he said that Illinois fans are annoying. So yeah, it's like I was there. I was there. So it's that. like, man, you say this stuff, they're gonna go crazy and boo you when you I come think into he the likes building. It, but I think he. I think but if you if you're gonna up. do it, you better back it up the way he backed it up yesterday, not the way he performed in Madison. But but maybe you just again. That you know, you're not affected, which he might not be, and like whatever, I'm going to say whatever the hell I, I, I. As I've told you, I think part of the problem is not not then because he wasn't doing the podcast, but I think now it's every podcast he goes on, they try to get him to say something about whoever the next opponent is. Yeah, and and he he's fine with it. He doesn't he doesn't care. Um, all right, the most Jekyll and Hyde team. In college basketball has Boy, to and there and there's a lot of them in in the Big Ten, so that's saying something. But but Illinois has got to be number one. Yeah, yeah, they're up right? there. I I wouldn't be surprised if they lose in the first round, and I also wouldn't be surprised if they're playing in the Elite Eight. I think it's that. I don't know wide. if they can get to the Elite Eight now. I just there's times where I watch them and I'm looking at who's on the floor and I'm like, man, they got a lot of good players. They do, but I I just. I don't understand why they refuse to shoot twos. That's that's the biggest thing. In Big Ten play, they are last in three-point percentage. They are first in two-point percentage. Yet they shoot the third most threes <laughs> of anybody in the league. And even on, I think they were one for 14 in the second half at Ohio State, a team that's gotten obliterated in the paint. And they kept I just I don't understand why they are allergic to driving the ball at times. They just they cannot quench the thirst that no. they have to shoot threes. And you've got Terrence Shannon and Matt Meyer and and you know Dane Danger. Danger has barely played the last two games. I He's know. got three points. Yeah. He's gonna have to play why. Thursday. I mean with Hunter. Yeah. You can't go small against him. Nope. nope. So I I don't know. I Illinois is interesting in the sense that if they had lost to Northwestern, which it looked like they were going to do, they would be looking at losing four of their last five. I do worry also about guys just going nuclear against them. Trace Jackson Davis has got him twice, 35 and yep. 26. Pickett got him for 41. 
Jamison Battle, 31. Boo Booey, 35. There, there's a trend here where they're getting torched by the other team's best players. And Thornton got, got 20. That's like a light night for an Illinois <laughs> leading scorer. <laughs> he only got 20, you know? So that's, Who, I don't know. Right. I, How many? Here, here are a couple questions for you before we finish. We'll stay on Big Ten. How many Big Ten teams does a Big Ten team make the Final Four this year? Boy, I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of apt to go that way too. But I also feel like like who's that good? We've talked. That's about- the thing, I guess. In comparison, looking around, who is there's nobody that's like a a 2008 Kansas. Or an 09 Carolina where you're like, they're getting there. No, no. They're loaded. They're getting there. Houston, to me, again, is the team you're probably the most – Would you? I've been saying this for a few weeks now. Would you agree with me now in Houston or no? You still don't. Yeah, but I – You don't love them. They don't, like, scare the hell out of me. I mean, I I think their coach is great. I think they have good guards. They're good. Um, I think I'd be more inclined to say UCLA. But yeah, then they're playing I, well. They're, they're just not deep, Rob. They're just not No, deep. I know. I know. But they have guys that have been played in the Final Four. Yeah. They've got a good point guard. And they've freshman got big. Yeah, freshman big who's talented. Plays I like Clark. Hard. Yeah. I love Clark. No, I, I'm with you. If they have one more dude, if Mick had one more guy off the bench to me, then I would feel pretty good about and, – and I picked him to win it all in the preseason. Um, but I, I, would, I would feel better about it. I would stick with that pick where now – to me, you know, I, I think the three that that I'm I feel the best about today are Houston, um, Kansas, and UCLA. Those yeah. are the three I feel best about today. I agree. Alabama scares me with all the other shit going on. There's a lot of other shit going on there. A lot of other shit. We don't have to get into that now. I know you. I know you got to run. I know you had a long, stressful tough day of having to do a show in the morning and a serious show in the afternoon. Yeah. Got to pay the bills because I'm not getting paid enough by field of 68. You got to do other stuff. That's why I I don't have the, I don't have the job security to not do other stuff. Sometimes, you know, Doster said you you tend to just go through the motion, show up and just go through. That's what he said. He, he when did he say that? Doster looked at your, some of your tape of the podcast. Oh, from this podcast? Podcast. He thinks you're going through the motions. Maybe he should fire me then. <laughs> Tell him to fire me if I'm going through the motions. I would prefer it actually. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we got. We'll figure it out next week. You and I are going to be together at the Big Ten tournament uh, next Thursday and Friday. We got to figure out a window um, to do. I'll be sure to to go through the motions next week as well. I'll tell Dawson. That's that's give it that's gonna be my nickname. Robbie go through the motions humble. <laughs> Please refer to me as that every show that we do. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Goodman and Hummel podcast. Uh we'll see you next week. Make sure you subscribe. And um uh, if anybody does want to donate to the to the Hummel statue, by the way, we are taking donations. We are. We're gonna try to raise some money. Since nobody would give it in West Lafayette, I feel like there's some people watching that might want to build a little bit of a, even if it's like a mini statue. Something no one's building shit. Shut up. Just a mini one, like like a tiny little one. We'll see you, we'll see you next week.